Hello and welcome to the No Longer Be Children podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Meyer, and we're in pursuit of a mature and stable Christian worldview. In this podcast, we're going to answer the question, what right does God have to judge me? Uh, This is a very important question, but we can give it a fairly quick and um, satisfactory answer. Um, It will be helpful for you, if this doesn't make sense, that you would go and listen to, in my sermons podcast, I have two podcasts, one is No Longer Be Children, the other one is Josiah Meyer-Sermons. I'm teaching an apologetics class over in the sermons podcast, um, and there's one called The Moral Law. So, um, in The Moral Law, we talk about how we just know certain things are right and wrong. And even atheist philosophers would agree, most of them, that there is such a thing as right and wrong. And some would say it's it's just a brute fact. It's it's as true as something like gravity. Um, and any time that you say something is right or something is wrong, somebody should or somebody should not do that, what you're doing is you are um, tacitly... Um, um, claiming that the moral law exists, that there are objective uh, morals and duties that they that do exist. Uh, no, ex- objective moral values and duties do exist, or the moral law. So you can go look at um, the moral law argument, uh, or the, the moral argument uh, in the sermons podcast. But just look at the statement, what right does God have to judge me? The word right, when you say what right does he have, or God is not just to judge me, or God does not have a right to judge me. You're not saying I don't prefer that God judges me. You're saying it is wrong, it is objectively wrong um, that God is judging me. Now, when you say it is wrong, or it is right, or somebody should, or somebody should not, you're appealing to this moral law. You're appealing to there's some standard of ethics that is right and wrong that transcends personal preference, that transcends um, what you and I prefer or think. There, there is right and wrongness out there. And there are two ways of, of grounding objective uh, moral values and duties. Either you can just say they're just out there, like Plato thought of ideas just being out there and moral values just being out there. Or, um, as most Christians would say, objective moral values and duties uh, find their place in the character of God. So, God just is good. Similarly to, you might have a grandmother or a role model or something like that, that their character is mostly just essentially good. And whenever you hit a, a tough situation, sometimes you can get your way through a tough situation by thinking, okay, what would so-and-so think? What would so-and-so do? And they can become kind of your moral compass. Uh, and that's similar to how God just is good in, in you know in a much more elevated sense and Jesus of course shows us God Jesus said if you've seen me you've seen the father um, you know everything that Jesus displayed for us is the character and nature of God um, so either morality just exists out there somewhere or it is the nature of God it is the nature of Jesus Christ um, so the, the road divides at this point, and we could ask, okay, well, if morality is just out there somewhere, uh, either just like a concept like the number three, or a concept like, um, like uh, you know, multiplication or, or something like that, moral value, objective moral values and duties just exist in that way. We could ask the question, who do you think would have better access to knowing what is absolutely true, absolutely right, absolutely just, 
yourself who is sinful, who um, you know is has a limited perspective, uh, who has limited knowledge, all these sorts of limitations that come with being human, or a transcendent being such as God is described in the Bible, who has complete knowledge, who is not touched by human sin, who is not touched by self-interest, uh, who would have a better right to know whether they can judge you or not? So the Bible would say that, you know, uh, shall not the judge of all the earth judge rightly? Uh, that God is the judge of all the earth. I should find the reference for that for you. So in Genesis 18.25, uh, Abraham asks, is speaking to God, or God's representative or something, um, and says, shall not the judge of all the earth judge rightly? Very early reference to the fact that God is the judge of all the earth. Um, so, is God, yeah, God is is better able to gauge whether or not he is, um, he is fit to judge us. And uh, since in the Bible he has revealed that he is our judge, we can assume that he has made this decision and decided that he is uh, a good judge for us. Um, or more likely, because we've seen in the moral argument that it is very difficult to philosophically ground moral objective moral values and duties just just saying that they exist or they are or they somehow attach to moral actions um, the only way to really have an anchor point is to say that God is morally just and God is just good God's nature is good and especially when we look at Jesus we say well this makes good sense what would Jesus do this makes sense for us so either way um, whether objective moral values and duties or the moral law as C.S. Lewis would talk about, whether it's just floating out there in space or whether it is the character of God. Either way, um, when we ask the question, what right does God have to judge us? We're showing that this moral law exists and that God would have better access to it than we would. Therefore, um, and he would know whether he's a good judge. And since he has decided that he is going to be the judge of humanity, we have to take his word for it or else try and and claim that we have better knowledge than he does, which would be very difficult to do. So, so I conclude then that even in this statement, what right does God have to judge me? Uh, we are asserting that there is a moral law, the moral law must exist, and whether that moral law exists independently or God of God, or within the nature of God, either way we're forced to admit that on the basis of that moral law, there must be a moral lawgiver, and God is the best candidate for that that we can think of. So therefore, there is a moral lawgiver, and God does have a right to judge us based on the moral law.